what are a few places you had visited in Mexico City? Are you serious? There's so many places to, to visit in, in Mexico City, no? Many places, yeah. I think so because it's a, a big city, yeah. Well, it's the city of museums here in Mexico City. Do you know how many museums are in Mexico City? I think I think we've we've talked about this and did like a little research to be more knowledgeable about this, but there's more than just in Mexico City itself, there's more than 150 museums inside of Mexico City. Yeah, I think you are correct, my friend. But let's begin this podcast, but I need you that you use more energy because the, the other time you 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 were so quiet. I don't know. You, you were sleepy. I know. I know. It was, I was kind of disappointed in myself when I, I listened to our first uh, episode. I'm like, no, no, this, this can't be that I was actually talking like this man. Like, who is this man? <laughs> but no, I, we're, we'll be okay this time. It will be a, a better introduction. All right. We'll, we'll jump right into this now. Yes. Bringing you under the sombrero from the eyes of an American and a Mexican, sharing a fresh perspective of Mexico. Yeah, let's let's talk about this, my friends. Tell me, what do you know? One of the the first places, kind of like on our list that that we would like to talk about is uh, El Castillo de Chapultepec, in English known as Chapultepec Castle. No. Yes, Castillo de Chapultepec. Chapultepec Castle is in some part in Mexico City in Chapultepec Park. Mm-hmm. Was the Chapultepec, mm-hmm. which I think is bigger or is the double size of Central Park. Really, it's really big. Yeah, okay. there are many museums in that place, and if you want to go to some of them, mm-hmm. you need many days to to go around and, and visit those places mm-hmm. kind of to like take in and soak in the experience to to really understand like the culture and and the history of everything it's kind of hard for me to compare like you're saying because i've never been to central park i've only been to El castillo de chapultepec have you have you visited how many times what was it like yes I, i've been in in that place many times because mm-hmm. As I said before, there are some museums, and so Castillo de Chapultepec is, well, it's, it's a castle, but mm-hmm. it was um, a military academy, it was a presidential home, also a, a royal residence, and now it has the National Museum of History, and mm-hmm. I've been there, I don't know, more than 10 times. <laughs> Do you think the average person goes there that many times or is that like more than average or how do you feel? Is that just somewhere you like enjoy going a lot because of like the view and and everything? I would say based on my experiences and my friend's experiences, it's not so crazy to go 10 times. But some people, they, they used to go at that place just for fun. Mm-hmm. go to the to the park and hang out with friends and some people they they don't they usually go to the to museums so okay i can remember from 
when I went to Castillo de Chapultepec, like, I don't, I, I'm sure you remember, like, you can either, I, I was seeing this on online, but I've, I walked it the one time I went to, like, all the way uphill to, to Castillo de Chapultepec. It's, it's, a, it's very um, elevated, this place. I can't remember how many feet or meters it's elevated. The, the road slash, like, path you have to take to walk up, but it's pretty high up and it's a it's definitely good exercise getting up there no yes uh, a good exercise yeah i think there is a like a bus or a train mm. for older older people so you've taken it yes i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm 84 years old man you sound great in your voice for 84 eh yeah it's, that's my secret it's not a secret to my to keep this voice but i'm, I'm really old <laughs> what's the secret drinking a lot of water <laughs> good secret i think we could all benefit from from something like that and to talk about a little bit more about the castle like what things can you actually see from el castillo de chapultepec because like i can remember when when i was up there you can see like el bosque de chapultepec which is the for uh chapultepec forest it's weird translating some of these sometimes. And then what else can you see? I'll let you kind of get into this a little bit. Mexico City. Uh-huh, when you're on top. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm, well, I think the location of the castle has been uh, a site of special significance for a long time. Mm -hmm. And Reforma Avenue, or Paseo de la Reforma, that's the name in Spanish, Mm -hmm. This is a famous avenue here in Mexico City. Mm -hmm. And you can see El, El Angel de la Independencia, mm -hmm. uh, an iconic structure, figure, an iconic, I don't know, you can see many places. In a, when, when it's, it's a foggy, the, the city, you can see all the city from, from that point of the Castillo de Chapultepec. Mm -hmm. it's definitely uh, an amazing view like you're saying you're saying like you can see the skyline you can see Alan Hell de Independencia you can see Bosque de Chapultepec you can see El Peseo de Reforma or Reforma Avenue and in English it's it's something like I don't know once you're up there and have like the experience it's just kind of like one of those things you just need to take in instead of like taking lots of pictures or trying to get the perfect picture like we're trying to do nowadays, but just to like enjoy the the experience. Yeah, and so how how many pictures of yourself did you take when you was there? Were when you were there? Uh -huh. <laughs> no <big> problem. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, brother. It happens to the best of us. Um, I probably have I don't know of my just of myself maybe like five or six. We'll probably put it up on on the instagram or social media to to share maybe you could share a, a few photos to give like our listeners like a feel of kind of like what this view is like because i think it's i don't know it was one of my favorite places to visit honestly just based off of like we didn't even talk about the architecture of the building the architecture of the building is incredible the way it's built and everything so i don't know it's just it's a special place and mm -hmm. Now that we're talking about that part of Mexico City, Chapultepec, mm -hmm. there is another place, another museum over there that is called El Museo, de, Museo Nacional de Antropología. Mm -hmm. 
did you did you go there? Did, did you have the opportunity to go to that museum? I actually I actually did, and this was all that happened in like the summer of 2019 when when I went to Mexico City for for the first time. I went to all these places that we're gonna talk about besides El Templo de El Templo Mayor. Unfortunately, I don't I don't believe I visited that, and it is a shame. But to talk about the this museum I, I have visited. I think is is the biggest and most popular mm-hmm. museum in all Mexico. Museo Nacional de Antropología. So just to talk about this place a little bit, as we were talking before, like when you kind of like go into the museum, like you can see like it's kind of like there's water falling from from the ceiling kind of thing. It's it's like an interesting structure and like architecture they have at this, no? Yes. Yeah, I think that's something really interesting of that museum. I can remember when I was young. And the first time, well, when I was little, the first time when I went to that museum and I was amazed that structure because I could see it's in, in Spanish is like uh, an umbrella. Okay, okay. And so... An umbrella that doesn't keep the rain out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But... It has holes in it. <laughs> yes, I, I can remember that. And I and that museum has many exhibition rooms. Mm-hmm. Some some of them are per, permanent and some are temporary exhibitions. Mm-hmm. And it covers it's really big that museum. You, mm-hmm. you can you can see that museum just in, in one day. You need more than one day to see all the museum. But I remember when I was young and I, I went there and I was taking notes because my professors mm. they, they let me some workshop no some like homework or yes homework you had to write like an essay or something or yeah because this not typical <laughs> <laughs> they they said yeah you you have to go to that museum and take some notes and Let's talk about after going to that place about the Aztec culture, because mm-hmm. there are many artifacts of this um, civilization. Mm-hmm. So I was writing down, try to remember. Now it's different because we have internet, we have YouTube, and I think some some kids they don't go to those, those places. But when I was um, little. It was different. I, I was really happy going to those places with my mom, my father, and my sister and brother. I can imagine those those are good memories and and everything that you have because I like you said I feel like we're losing some of these memories now because we're becoming so technologically advanced. I, like you said, you can just if you want you can take a virtual tour online or find information, but. To me, it's still not the same. Like going in person somewhere is always going to be a better experience and everything. And I'm curious, just to just to tease you a little bit, how how did that essay go that you had to had to write about it? Do you remember? <laughs> no, no, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it must have not been bad or good. It was just okay, not too memorable. No, but I think this museum is an education in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can go and 
and see many things. And I think in, in the future, we can go deeper. There are many rooms or many things to see. And we can talk about in another way about this. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the way to go, honestly, because it's the same thing with Castillo de Chapultepec and everything around that place. There's just so much history and everything to try to like cover like all that information inside one one episode it's just gonna be like too heavy for everybody it's just gonna be like ah why am i receiving a history lesson right now i didn't come to this podcast for for just a pure history lesson but i i agree with you we can we can definitely talk about this more in in the future yeah i i guess you're right but let me ask you one because you you said or I know that you you were here in Mexico City. No, not true. <laughs> <laughs> and where where did you go? Another museum, or do you remember another place? Um, another one that I went to was in a very like fancy part of town, you could say. Blanco. Uh, yes sir talking about that place i am talking about that place no, you are a rich man no 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 <laughs> no but um let for like a museo a museo uh sumaja is what it's called it's basically uh a modern art gallery that that has some interesting history around it no yeah but the museum is so i think it's new that museum we can say that it's new Mm-hmm. In, in comparison with uh, Castillo de Chapultepec or Museo Nacional de Antropología. But so you went there. Yeah, what, can, what can you recall? I can recall when I went there, it was um, actually in June of 2019, I believe. And at the time they have like from month to month or every couple of months, they have like temporary galleries where let's say in this case, there was actually Jeff Koons and Marcel Duchamp that that were the the artists or the people that they had on display in in the gallery the gallery mm-hmm. so those guys where, where are they from those guys do you know <laughs> man you're putting me on the spot I didn't <laughs> I didn't research where where they're from or anything I don't know do you know because I I, no, I I don't know I, I, I don't know either but maybe because the name i think there are no mexicans <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah jeff coons kind of sounds like american or something and then marcel duchamp i don't know maybe where that french maybe french i was kind of thinking the same thing like duchamp, duchamp. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it's... but I... go ahead yeah well I, I wanted to say that museum has a fantastic private collection mm-hmm. you can see so many artifacts and also the structure of that museum is so interesting really really interesting it's literally like modern art in itself it's hard to even describe it's like a an oddly shaped like cylinder that has like it's kind of like curved and everything it's it's something you need to see to like be able to describe it better because it's like a silver platinumish color and it's just one of those things that I don't know, even if you've only seen it once, it kind of just sticks in your memory because there's really nothing really like it that I can think of. Yeah, the, the outside is like, uh, as you said, uh, a big, impressive wave. I don't know how to describe that. It is It is very difficult uh-huh, to describe. And 
how many pictures of yourself did you take there because why of myself why (laughs) why not of the gallery (laughs) because before you said no you 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 have to take many pictures and i I was imagining when you said that some selfies you were trying to find the best point of view the best perspective of yourself because when i went direct to see many people trying to take selfies Mm -hmm. they they seem they, they didn't seem happy with that picture so they were taking one two three four five i don't know how many are you sure that wasn't you taking those pictures or <laughs> seems like you got you got issues over there with these people <laughs> no you i'm just me. <laughs> no i'm just joking it was, it was something that i mentioned earlier that i see other people do is like they try to take like a lot of pictures to get that that perfect one instead of like just enjoying it but I have more pictures of like the gallery than than of myself like if you can imagine like let's say like when you were a kid you played with play-doh right yes picture like something that you created when you were like hmm, six seven years old and you had like different colors of play-doh and then you decide like yeah what can I do with like these different colors I'm just gonna put them all together and then it's gonna be art and basically it was it was something like this that was in in display it was just like a bunch of random colors of different different play-dohs different play-dohs uh-huh pretty much honestly i don't know if you've seen a, a picture of it i could even yeah, sorry yes I, i've seen some pictures of that that exhibition i, I didn't have the opportunity to go at that time but i i, I saw the, some pictures mm-hmm it was it was an interesting experience. It was basically the highlights were like the the play-doh, the pictures of different sports, athletes like of basketball. And then the other one that was interesting, there was like uh, oh man, I don't even know how to describe this. I'm gonna lose the words. Um you know when there's like a a clown or something that inflates like a balloon and then turns it into something like a a shape or like a dog or something it's like a inflated thing man i can't even think of the name come on man you, you can I, do it i don't know the name but like we're gonna have to put this on on our uh on our instagram or something to to show this because i can't the name is not common to say like something inflatable okay. it's kind of like a balloon but not a balloon it's like a twisted balloon that's made okay. into a shape okay yeah you, we can do that because you have some pictures when you went there and yeah for listeners they can see that it's a good idea mm-hmm. no i definitely think it's a, a good idea and i you told me you had like a a random fact about a museo oh, i can't say it oh a museo sumaja thank you um what was that who who's the owner and like what is what is that all about the owner is a Mexican guy. I think mm-hmm. he's the, the richest Mexican. His name is Carlos Slim. Mm-hmm. And he built this museum in honor of his wife. That's why it has that name, Somaya, because Somaya was, she was his wife. Okay, that, that's interesting to, to hear that he was like competing with like Bill Gates for the richest man in the world and and everything some years ago it's i've never actually heard of the name it's it's new for me to 
to hear about this man. Yes, he's the he's really famous here in Mexico City. Or well, here in in Mexico, and I think in some some places around the world, mm. because he was the rich richest man in the world maybe fifteen or ten years ago. That's that's new information for me, and something that that I didn't catch on to, or I didn't even know about this man existed. To be honest, so another place that that we both have visited. Let's talk about El Monumento a la Revolución, which is also known as the Re- Revolution Revolution. I'm using my Spanish sounds. Revolution Monument in English. Yeah, Monumento a la Revolución. What is it that? Sounds a- better in Spanish. Right? It does. It does sound better in Spanish. I think some things that are kept in Spanish, like as we mentioned before, El Castillo de Chapultepec versus Chapultepec Castle. Eh, nah. <laughs> before talking about uh, Monumento a la Revolución, do you know what Chapultepec means? No, I don't know what Chapultepec means. What does it actually mean? Is it like another form of of dialect of Spanish or yes it it comes from the Aztec language and it means grasshopper hill grasshopper hill that means oh hill hill okay grasshopper hill okay that's interesting I wouldn't have guessed that and just for a fun fact how do you say uh grasshopper in Spanish chapulín <laughs> okay okay that, that's that's why you can listen that Chapultepec. Ah, okay. Chapulín Hill. Me Hill is Cerro. That's mean Tepel Cerro. Okay. Chapultepec. El Cerro del Chapulín. That, that's interesting. I would that's something oh that's some interesting history there to to say the least. And it's it's true that that Mexicans eat grasshoppers, no? That's true, my friend. <laughs> Do you enjoy them or yes? Really? Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> How? What's the What's the flavor like? What's What is it like eating some some grasshoppers? I can't describe that. You're, no? you're. I can't do that because it's really difficult to try to explain the flavor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can send you some grasshoppers, and you can can describe, or you can say, ah, that's the flavor. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well is, uh-huh. are, sorry, but I think. They have a little bit of strong flavor. I, I don't know, but this I, I enjoy eating them. It's one of those things that are quite unique, I guess, and you need to try to know what what they're actually like. And going back to a monumento a la revolución, finally. <laughs> so what? So can you tell me a little about a little bit about this? Man, you want me to to talk a lot, but well, no, no, no. if you want you can just stay quiet the whole time you don't have to Uh, i prefer say nothing (laughs) (laughs) oh man no no i'm just teasing you you're good it's a a landmark and monument who sell which celebrates the mexican revolution it Uh initially it wasn't it wasn't designed for a monument It, it the idea was um planned as the federal legislative palace during mm-hmm. the, the time of a Mexican president, Porfirio Diaz, mm-hmm. then started the revolution. And as the time passed, it was created. Now this uh, monument, it has a museum over there. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I I think it, this place is pretty uniquely designed and it's quite unique in in itself. It's I can't remember if if it is or it's the closest, but I I'm pretty sure it might be what they consider a triumphal arc is one of the largest triumphal arcs like at the height it stands it's one of the largest and this the mu- the design of the museum is, is so unique as well mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what to say here <laughs> no you're good you're good um what is some like experiences been like for you can you tell me like what what's it like inside when you actually go inside el monumento a la revolucion i, I i've been there twice for three times, I can't remember clearly. What I, what I remember is that it it has many artifacts about the, the Mexican Revolution, and you can see some pictures of the those guys or those uh, those people who were in that part of the Mexican history. And I was happy because I was gathering information. I was knowing about something that me or i as, as a mexican i need to know but sometimes when you go there you can see a different perspective and you can think oh maybe i knew something but now it's different because it was mm-hmm. it's really interesting it's, it's really important going to to museums i i didn't have all the information and so i was i can't i can talk about in a deep way because of the time mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's really important going to to museums. No, I I definitely uh, agree with that. I think your perspective and and everything changes once you actually get there and experience everything. Without actually experiencing it, it's harder to to know. Obviously, you can do research on online, but it's it's different when you actually go and like <laughs> what I can remember is just about like the design of it you can take the stairs that kind of go in like a, a carousel that's kind of windy going up and it's it's pretty good exercise it's worth the, the walk or if you don't want to you can just take an elevator instead I walked you can't make fun of me so you can see again you can see a good view of of the city and in what plaza is El Monumento a la Revolución located in the plaza is called La Plaza de la República it's it's really in downtown. It's really close to Alanhel. No, okay. Alanhel okay. Independencia. Yes, that's another part in, in Mexico City. It's really close to those places. I think we don't have time to talk about another museum that is uh, Museo Templo Mayor, which is in the very heart of Mexico City. It's a few meters from the Zócalo Square, but. We can talk about that later in mm-hmm. another episode. Yeah, we can we can definitely touch on that because I think that that's an important thing to mention. And even to what you mentioned about the Zocalo, I think that will be important to, to mention in the future because there's a lot of important things that, that happen in that square. Yes, I think we need more time. But I know I, I'm, I'm positive that in future... In future episodes, we'll we'll talk about them. 
you really think we're gonna have future episodes <laughs> hope so <laughs> that's the idea <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the plan i think that's the plan we can do it we believe in ourselves and and we're here and we're we're doing it we're doing it yes sir <laughs> all right is there any any parting words anything you would like to say you want to say hi to your mother or <laughs> Hello, mom. <laughs> Perfect. <That>. And friends. <laughs> Perfect. And, and sorry for all my friends that I, I didn't mention in the first episode, but they know that I love them. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Same can be said for me. I think we we're just a little too nervous in, in the first episode, starting something new, and we just kind of like, oh, like, just like deer in the headlights, like, what, what is happening? Like, I wanted to say so many more things, but all good, all good. It's, it's taken care of now, but I think we'll see, we'll see all of our listeners and I'll, I'll see you in the, the next episode. Okay. Yes. I think it's time to, to say goodbye. That's it today for, for Under the Sombrero with Andrew and Semeen. <laughs> From Mexico. From Mexico. <laughs> you can't leave that part out. <laughs> from Mexico City. <laughs> okay, goodbye for now, everyone. Bye.